0: struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have The Vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We're live
1: with The Vault. I'm your host, Jessica hastings Les and let me introduce my
0: co-host, Alexa Miller. Alexa, what are we getting up to today? Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Vault. Today we are going to dive into the world of lead generating. So um, if you are a new realtor or a seasoned realtor, you should know that lead gen is the base of our business. It's so important and we want to teach you how to do it. Yeah, and it's
1: like as Alexa said, the base of our business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, what's the top one we both use right now? What's yours?
0: My top I'd say is social media, mm-hmm. online, internet. 100%. It's my main, is my main, um, is my main lead source of Legion. I also rely a lot on my database and following up with my database. Now that I've been in the business for four to five years, I have a, I've built a database And that's, um, you know, my daily is keeping in touch with them. But um, when you're first starting out, there's so many ways you can lead, Jen. And we're going to go over quite a few of those to help you.
1: Mm -hmm. So for our listeners,
0: can you break down how do you leverage social media? Like, tell us the how. Yeah, so when I first got into real estate, I immediately got online and made um, social media accounts. So I had personal Facebook, Twitter, Instagram accounts, but I wanted to, um, create them for my business, which is exactly what I did. So I got on, um, Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two that I use most. I, depending on who you talk to, some people say that you should be on every single platform that you can, you can possibly be on. I do it all myself right now. I don't have an assistant. You won't if you're starting out. So I liked I like to choose two that you're going to be really, really good at and stick with those, at least in the beginning. So for me, it's Facebook and Instagram. Um, When I started out, I followed everyone I already knew, as well as other people. And I slowly I didn't have any business at, at that point. So I basically went to my team member and I said, hey, can I post your listings? Um, I shared home tips. I shared whatever I could, as well as personal stuff. Um, and essentially the way I got it started was I'd reach out to people that would follow me back. I'd thank them for following me. We'd get into a conversation. Um, it would lead to me being in real estate and and blah, blah, blah. Um, now it's a lot bigger spectrum. I do paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram and I get leads that way. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the tip yeah. of the iceberg for that.
1: Yeah, so to recap what Alexa just said, she's leveraging social media. The platforms she's choosing to use is Instagram and Facebook to reach potential clients. And the content she's sharing is valuable content, including property listings, virtual tours, real estate tips, Mm -hmm. community insights. And she's using paid ads. I think that last part is something we've been missing uh, for years. And Mm -hmm. now up to the last two years, I'd say, it's becoming more of a thing where we're sponsoring the ad. Uh, Lex is very good with her buyer and seller guides as well, where she's reaching and getting their contact information. Where you have to put in your name and email in, in order in order to get that buyer and seller guide. So that's what's called a lead magnet. So mm-hmm. she's creating lead magnets in order to get that contact, which is what you really want. We can create lead magnets all day, although we're not converting into a name or contact or to some person it may not be worth our effort and we need to really pay attention to how much we're putting out there of, you know, contacts, opposed to just, you know, static images and videos of that's not really getting us things or places.
0: Yeah. And keep in mind that when you're starting out and you aren't out selling full time yet, you need to be spending more than, so they typically say spend two hours a day lead generating, but when you're starting, it should be like six hours a day because essentially you have no business yet. So you can afford to go out and spend that time on, on getting leads. So you need to make social media, social media management a part of your day. And it should be a big part of your day because that's where everybody is right now. It's online. Um, So, you know, half an hour to an hour of my day is spending on social media, interacting with other people and their posts, you know, whether I'm commenting about their beautiful family photo or I'm messaging someone about something or, Whatever it may be, liking, sharing, commenting, um, you need to spend that time daily yeah. if you're going to make lead gen or sorry, you're going to make social media a big part of your lead gen.
1: Yeah. And if you're really wanting a nice tip from our team, lean in. We do something that's called the five for five from Kirby Chan, his playbook that our entire team has and it's five comments, five posts, five likes, five shares, five videos, five of whatever. And you do that every single day and it works magic.
0: And it takes no time. It's so, and it's it's
1: like, you just do it. You just do it.
0: Yeah. So simple. It
1: is. Yeah. And you see the benefits. I have people reaching out all the time now, Mm -hmm. just inquiring, you know, we share their items, we repost their stuff. Yeah. So what we're doing is creating valuable content and also giving ourselves credibility and
0: authority in the
1: market by collaborating with others.
0: Yeah. sure and you can get into all the other uh, other platforms like I am on YouTube and I am on LinkedIn and stuff but like I said I I stick to two two to three that I really know and I know that I will touch every single day I don't go in on YouTube or LinkedIn every single day um maybe one day when I have an admin that can handle all that for me sure but for now stick to um stick to what you know and and Be really, really good at it and be consistent. Yeah, be good at it and do your paid ads. That's Mm -hmm. the
1: secret sauce, in my opinion. Um, And LinkedIn right now is the next up and coming thing I'm noticing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm taking a course, uh, a really awesome course, and it's talking a lot about LinkedIn. I didn't know there was a wall on LinkedIn. Did you? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like (laughs) basically the Facebook for entrepreneurs is the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, Which you might think, well, how do I get leads from that? You you can like if you're not working with a mortgage broker on LinkedIn, they'll they'll like it's all you need to start start from the bottom and work your way up, but um you will get there. Like I've like I said, I've been in it four to five years now and I organically built my Instagram and Facebook and I have thousands of followers on both now. So
1: Mm -hmm. it's Um, possible. You just have to feed it and feed it the right content Mm -hmm. and uh don't be afraid to change it up either. If you're noticing you're not getting much hits or many views. You have to think about it. We have to share the pain points with people and offer them the solution. Yeah. And if we can do that, then that's what they want us. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next thing, the number two I would say I use is SEO and content marketing, which is uh, websites, blogs using mm-hmm. keywords. So I do a lot of writing, pitching to magazines articles podcasts tvs anything
0: and everything takes a lot of time but the results are really good yeah jess is huge into that i don't know much about it um so can you tell us a little bit more of how how you do that Mm -hmm. so if i find someone or i
1: hear something i like i pitch them and it's simple as i just write them hey, here's what I can talk about. I Again, I present the pain points to them, then the solution and how I can contribute to the larger cause and include them in it. Mm-hmm. And then usually we record something, usually it's a topic, one was uh, clarity in your business. Another was building businesses. Uh, another one was the top 10 tips for marketing, stuff like that. So I use that to leverage our business to attract clients.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: i'm creating myself again that authority and credibility in the market Mm it's huge it is yeah in the seo uh with your keywords it's a big one i'd say i started realizing the importance of it about a year ago and understanding wow that takes time Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there are some apps out there where you can basically just plug and play plug in what you're writing and then it can
0: send it back to you with the seo in it
1: yeah Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: It's really helpful. Cool. Yeah. So if you want to get into that, definitely reach out to Jess because she is the expert in that department.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's fun. Yeah. Always a waiting game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For sure. Let's go back to um I want to talk about how I did lead gen when I first started my career. For those listening that maybe just got their license or you're getting your license and you're wondering, where the heck do I get business? So For me, the very first thing I ever did when I got my license was I started to get heavy into the open house world of real estate. And I didn't have any of my own listings, but I was on a team. And whether you're on a team or you're an individual, there's going to be people in your office that will let you host open houses Mm -hmm. for them at their listings. Because the longer you're in the business, the the less you want to do open houses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'll kind of explain how I... Um, one about that. So I would create a flyer for free on Canva, um, with the property de- details and about a week prior to the open house, I would door knock the area mm-hmm. and, and personally invite the neighbors. Um, because you just never know, you know, most people are like, oh, we don't want our nosy neighbors in our house, but you never know who your neighbor is going to know. They might know somebody that wants to move to that neighborhood. So personally invite, um, the neighbors because you, n- you never know too, they might be selling in two months and they might call you. Um, so I door knock the neighborhood, I'd also mail out um, a flyer promoting the open house and of course share it all over your social media. And then the day of the open house, you bring all your marketing material, the listing information you hand it out to everyone that comes so they take your information home. And the biggest thing is making people sign in, that way you can follow up with them after the open house to thank them for coming. Mm -hmm. and then you can um, stay in touch with them for you can add them to your database and stay in touch with them so I was doing open houses every single weekend typically um, Saturday and Sunday sometimes I even did like on long weekends I would host multiple in a weekend Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um, because they'd be so busy and you'd get so many leads Um, and you know some people may never get back to you and others you'll be in touch with for years to come like I know there's multiple I can think of off the top of my head um that I'm still in touch with to this day that I met at an open house in my first year yeah
1: yeah it's accurate I'm the same with Lex I'm doing that right now so I'm leveraging Terry and Adams listings right now mm-hmm. and again it's great because I can put my picture on it with permission of theirs where it yeah. looks like so it's perception that it's the listing that I'm representing right and then again at the open house when I did last weekend the neighbor did come over and she's looking to buy so she will go. be looking to sell one day hmm so the thing is she wants that area. So we have like a block that we're waiting for something to come up. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. I'll go doorknob for her and try and find something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the value is there. It's on how you strategically do it. You have to market it ahead of time, which yes. is why I love open houses because I can put up the two, 300 flyers out right before. And mm-hmm. this is a secret nugget that we are sharing because a lot of teams don't do this. Yeah. So you market it hardcore before you do your paid ads. You're marketing it the moment you're there. And then I usually do thank you cards. Mm-hmm. I put them in a database after that, and I continually follow up with them weekly or monthly, depending on what my 32 touches. Yeah. So it's not just a unlock the door, sit there. It's, yeah. it's I'm hustling. Yeah. I'm like working. I'm figuring out qualifying them as I walk through with them, asking mm-hmm. them a series of open-ended questions, yeah. you know, what are you looking for? Where are you from? And another cute uh, point is ask them past tense questions to get their nervous system settled and then asking them future questions.
0: Yeah. And it's a good confidence builder. Like when I first started real estate, I, I feel like I was very mousy and I did cause you don't know anything and it's like you're starting over and you've just graduated or you just got your license out of your finishing your courses. And it's a good confidence booster, talking to people, teaching people about real estate, learning yourself more about the neighborhood and then mm-hmm. Like if you're constantly doing open houses in a specific town or even neighborhood, if you're in a city,
2: mm-hmm.
0: though, like future sellers are going to be constantly seeing that you're doing open houses. So you're constantly putting out a flyer with your face on it, yeah. showing that you're hustling every single weekend. So eventually somebody's probably going to call you and go, hey, want to come take a look at my house or yeah. I'm thinking of listing. Yeah. It's so, farming
1: that area. I yeah. do it all the time right now. I'm that's a whole other
0: Episode that we, we need to cover it is farming is. an area because it's yeah. that's huge. And how to do it properly.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how and I often find it's people don't go big enough with their farmed area. Yeah. Because <laughs> our well, our population is so small here. Yeah. So you had a town that's yeah. a hundred people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's funny. Um, let's go to our next point. Networking and community involvement was one yes. of the ones I wrote down. Like not only is your team massive in that area each of us individually are very well recognized in the networking and community (laughs) as well if you
0: think about it right and it's free a lot of the time like it's not money you have to put out to to go generate leads like you just have to go and talk to people
2: yeah
0: um join your chamber of commerce go to the events that the chamber puts on talk to people tell them you're in real estate yeah get to know local business owners sponsor a local event, yeah. sports
1: team. Mm-hmm. We do it all the time and mm-hmm. we really do it out of heart more so. Yeah. Often I'd say we do a lot of sponsorships okay. that no one really knows about because it's such a small group. Yeah. But it doesn't matter that yeah. no one knows about it. It's and for the there's
0: group. and there's some that are expensive and there's some that are inexpensive. Like there's one um I do every single year I always sponsor a public skate at the local arena and it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like you can do one, you can do multiple. Um, Because I know when you're starting, you don't have a big budget to do much marketing. Um, But little things like that go a long way for a lot of people. So They do. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We sponsored, uh, it was actually Katie who brought it last year, a local sports team up north for hats. They needed toks or something. Yep, Yeah.
0: So we did that. And even like your local farmer's market, you know, you don't need much if you want. You can buy a little tent or whatever. But a lot of the time, there's no cost to go there. Just take real estate information, take marketing information that you can do. You can make yourself on Canva for free, mm-hmm. um, and just get it. Just get out in your community and talk to people. We do baby drives, um, which gets you know we gets us in front of the community. We do food drives, and it doesn't cost us a lot. It's just two hours of time when we yeah. make our shifts.
1: When we use to own our organic food store, we have zero marketing money, and everyone said to me. We see you everywhere. How do you do it? And what I was doing was I was buying up the $10 spot, the $15 sponsorship, the $200 sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I did anything and everything I could. And it was such low amounts, but it was everywhere. Right. And that's how I started gaining that momentum. And uh, when we had the store. Yeah. Love that. Same with real estate.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: have to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. Um. Another thing that is something that people don't really think about. It's just public interaction. So when you're a new realtor, like I said, you should be doing lead gen all day until you are busy actually selling. Until you're too busy to do it, which I hear all the time from our top (laughs) producers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's as simple as going out and interacting with the public, whether you go to all the stores on, on Main Street, Introduce yourself to the owners, talk to random customers, go to the grocery store, um, give out your card, like set a goal Mm -hmm. of how many conversations you want to have in a day. And because typically the conversation will typically lead to real estate. You can easily bring up real estate and tell them you're a realtor without being pushy about it. It's just it can be very natural. You just have to learn how to do it and there's, you can do script practice and whatever, but um, it's so easy to just set a goal of, okay, I'm going to give out X amount of cards, or I'm just going to go have X amount of conversations. And all you have to do is go out, like go walk your dog in the park and talk to somebody, Yeah. go whatever. There's so many different things, but it's public go. interaction. It's so easy and people don't think about it.
1: Yeah. When I used to have my R bomb business, I remember I had cards to give out and I said to Adam one day, I'll I'm just, I'll be one second. I got to go to the mall. I need three more leads. <laughs> and I would randomly just kind of, you know observe walk up to random people Start up a conversation and yeah. I know how to lead the conversation that's what Alex is talking about yeah because you have to know you know start asking them questions and start gearing them into the your question you're going to mm-hmm. ask so they ask you back and then you can get into real estate yeah I love it or if it's not working just ask them yeah like if you're a like <laughs> me and am like hey, we've gone a minute I'm not doing this
0: <laughs> right? yep, so true
1: Uh, Next item, email marketing. I think it's an important one to Mm -hmm. talk about. Um, I know we all have our 32 touch. So 32 touch is us planning out for the entire year how many times we are connecting with our database. And it's important to really plan it out. You know, we do birthday cards, anniversary Mm -hmm. cards. We do some people call newsletters, although they need to be done certain ways and written in certain styles. Um, and you can also segment that list too so you can have a seller list a buyer list what i find is sometimes people are in both lists mm-hmm. if you think about it right or my open house list or whatever okay. you want to call it and then you start connecting with them and the 80 20 year old 80 percent personal 20 percent business
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it works i know with our database this year we're getting a lot of leads emailing back asking how is the market Can you give me a home evaluation
0: right now? Yeah, because people are starting to know that it's it's slower and they're just wondering, you know, Mm -hmm. where where do we stand? And for those that are brand new that go, well, how are we supposed to send out birthday cards? We don't have any clients. Yeah, but, you know, so many people in your life. Yeah. Like go on Facebook and see when all your friends birthdays are. Even if you didn't send don't send them a physical card because you don't want to ask for their address. Send them a message. Yeah. Like you probably have a thousand Facebook friends. I know I did before I got into real estate. Yeah. So that's how you get started. You just have to think outside the box. I send thank you cards to like everybody I meet. Mm-hmm. Like I met this
1: contractor last week, sent him a card with the Tim's card in it. Hey, yep. thanks. Nice meeting you. Yep. And he's referred me already. And again, at the open house, I know thank you cards, sending our, mm-hmm. our friend again. She's a friend, but she works for us for sometimes proofing stuff send her a card mm-hmm. like anytime and every i think of crazy ideas or reasons i'm gonna
0: send them a card <laughs> yeah people love do. personal cards i love i love getting birthday cards i know yeah like even birthday emails from like a lot of them are spammy <laughs> from like you know old navy or whatever you get emails all the time but when i get a birthday one i'm like oh i know so nice i'm, so in, I'm in their database there yeah they know my birthday yeah um, um yeah and another
1: one is website optimization, making sure it's mobile friendly and website friendly. Sometimes I'll hit someone's website and you know how it looks weird on the phone. Yeah. So making sure that they're both, you know, in the proper way, how you want people to see them and yeah. you know,
0: stuff like that. I want to talk about your sphere because again, this is, I'm, I'm looking at it as a brand new agent, mm-hmm. things you can do. That's not going to cost any money. Yeah. So the first thing you should be doing when you're getting your license. And even if you, have your license already but you haven't done this in a while or at all you have a sphere of influence so you that means you you have people in your life that you already know outside of real estate mm-hmm. so when you get that license you should be reaching out to every single person in your phone telling them hey just letting you know i'm no longer doing x i'm now selling real estate how are you doing just wanted to check in blah 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 you should be reaching out to every single person on facebook every single person in your phone obviously telling all your family and friends um and that's that's your sphere so that's an easy like if you have a ton of people in your phone and on facebook etc that's a ton of people to get through for for legion in a day so don't forget about them it's a bit awkward at first but once you get rolling you don't care you just you're telling everyone you care less yeah you clearly. it's not
1: that you don't care it's just it gets more comfortable
0: yeah it's it's you have to build confidence in any business but yes. this like i've been there personally yeah and so. if
1: i am a new realtor something i would recommend is autumn automate automatization. Did i didn't yeah. say that right automation <laughs> <laughs> you're like what <laughs> uh... So that means having that um, no one message shown on Facebook and Instagram, it's automated message. Mm-hmm. but You can have links in that phone numbers in that. And you can even ask some questions. I think people are brilliant when I respond to something, sends an automated message like they're talking to me right now. Mm-hmm. And I often click it thinking they are. And then I realize that's an automated message. So you can automate your texts everything and you need need everything life. and use your ai we were talking about this earlier like use it to your benefit save yeah. yourself time because when you're a new agent you don't have all the time
0: yeah depending right. on what you got going on like you could have another job still yeah so you have to yeah. work at all so you need
1: still. to utilize that technology for your sure. data so you know your crm systems that we all have access to Usually with a brokerage, we have something that they are contributing, mm-hmm. right? It's, it takes time to learn it, but it's important. It helps organize and keeps our leads in a systematic way mm-hmm. and using analytics. So analyzing our data that we get so we know, okay, that post worked really well on Facebook or, Insta- or Instagram,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, or one or the other, and then keep tweaking and retargeting those ads if we need to, or redo that post, right? Mm-hmm lots of stuff. Yeah. So you using that new technology for sure. For sure. Yeah. And
0: yeah, it's, there's so much that if you do have the time, if you're a new realtor, like you will have the time to sit and learn about all this and leverage it Yeah, for sure. And the number one
1: thing I would say as a bonus tip would be professional development and learning. And I would say number one thing I hear is how's the market, Jess? And if I'm not able to answer that, I'm not doing my job. No, I need to be able to answer that. I cannot say, oh my gosh, I'm so swamped. I'm busy. I need to say, what area are you looking at? Mm-hmm. You know, the market's very interesting right now. What yeah. can I look up for you?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ask them a question back. Cause they are, you know, their minds are moving right now. They're intrigued at something. You have
0: to figure out that something is right. And then that's your lead generating too. Yeah, for sure. Right. Something else that I want to touch on is Fizbos and expired. So um, expired, you have to be very careful. Like we're in Ontario and unlike the States, you can't just contact any expired listing. Um, it's illegal unless they specifically uh, have given permission. So you can go on your MLS and there's a way to see on a listing um, after it's expired, if you can contact that seller or not, if you can, then all the power to you, you can reach out to them and see, you know, ask them questions. Why? Did, why didn't you sell? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. Try to get the listing. Um, but you have to be very careful in, in going about it on in Ontario. The next is FISBO. So I have a story about a FISBO in my first year, um, there was a lady trying to sell her house by herself. Um, she had posted all of her Facebook. And all I did was reach out and I was like, Hey, would you mind if I met with you? And she was like, sure. Mm -hmm. So we met. Long story short, we met. um, I explained to her why she should hire a real estate agent to get her property sold quicker. Um, We got the listing, sold it in 30 days, I think. And voila.
1: Yeah. See, it's the power of asking. What Alexa Mm -hmm. just did is she was
0: confident enough to just ask.
1: Yeah. And what's worse than for them to say? No. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Like it's, okay. we have to get Keep over this mind.
0: fear of rejection. It's yeah. not a big deal. And it was like, I didn't even, her number wasn't, I don't even know if she had her phone number on there. So I think I just messaged her on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is even less scary because I'm not on the phone directly with her. But if there's a phone number, call the phone number. But, um, but yeah, utilize it because a lot of people I find are trying to sell on their own. So if you go on Kijiji or Facebook, you'll see FISBOs and yeah other realtors might be trying the same thing or they're not and and you just you just never know so that's definitely a good um form of gen for sure yeah.
1: there's enough pie for everybody totally so just you know you want to grow your business they got to know your realtor mm-hmm. so i would say invest in also learning new skills attending workshops earning additional certificates lots of cool things out there you have an lp you have getting your broker right like lots of different avenues we can take if we're growing skills and yeah. uh, gaining that credibility so when you meet with that client you know oh you have this and that that's neat and and if you don't that's okay too it's just a different avenue
0: yeah for sure um so i want to touch on some things that i personally don't do but that are a really really good form of lead gen mm-hmm. uh, as well that they teach you when you get into real estate but just cold calling and door knocking i don't cold call or door knock. I, I do some door, I have done some, some door knocking, but it's just not my style. I don't love it. Um, and you have to find what works for you. I really like doing my lead gen um, through the community, through events, through my database, through social media. So that's how I do it because then it gets done. Whereas if I had to cold call and door knock, I probably wouldn't even be in real estate. <laughs> um, but some people do it and are top producing agents that get all their listings from door knocking. So yeah. if you're, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, if you're going to cold call, your brokerage will help you get that set up. You have to make sure you abide by the do not call list, um, but there's dial number, there's dial programs that give you numbers that will you, you know get lists. Yeah, yeah,
1: um
0: and it's a great, great tool to utilize. Some people sit in the office for two hours a day and they just cold call and yeah. they just talk to people and yeah. that's totally totally works for them. Um door knocking I, I really only do for open houses when I'm inviting people um, to the open houses. But um a lot of people do this as well. They go out and they door knock all day until yep. they talk to a hundred people and I've it works. I door knocked
1: the entire Collingwood village already. Really? Yes.
0: <laughs> wow, kudos to you. I would never yep. do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a big day. I parked, I gave out every single business card. What I learned was it was three people who owned the entire village. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even surprised. Right? it's yeah. quite funny and he goes well i do own
0: this and that and this and i thought oh well this is getting easier <laughs> wow you just owned the whole thing I was, that's exactly. easy one contact <laughs> wow yeah that was a fun day it was good so i'm a busybody. for me i'm the opposite elect i need to move i get i get two impatient sitting so and you're you're just good at that like i just I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a confidence thing. Like I'm a very confident person, but for me that just intimidates me. Do- yeah. Door knock, Like I just, it's not my thing. I don't do it. Uh, a lot of agents don't, but a lot of, a lot of agents do. And a lot of people get some really good business from yeah. both of those tools. Yeah. So,
1: so what Alex is saying is any way and every way is good. So yeah. Right and wrong. As long as you're doing something, find your way, do it good, do it well and keep doing it. It's yep. the repetition, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Out of town agents, something that um, I wanted to give a tip on is networking with people that sell outside of your area. Um, Introduce yourself to them, whether it's on social media, follow them, give them a call, just let them know, hey, I'm up. like, so for example, Jess and I, we're in cottage country. So networking with people from the GTA is important because we want them to know that, hey, if your client is looking for a recreational property in our area, we are the experts Call us when you need to refer and vice versa. I'm not going to go sell a condo in Toronto. I'm going to refer. So you need to build, build those relationships when you get started. Um, it's so easy to do. And oh, everyone
1: loves referrals. As soon as I say, oh, hey, I babe, why don't I write your name down on my referral list? And they get, they light up. Oh my oh, gosh, me. you do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, before we went on this podcast, I had a referral from Toronto A gentleman, and they're looking on the soggy in reserve. So he knew nothing about Mm -hmm. all those, the lease, and everything. Right. So he made a good decision, Mm -hmm. referring it out to someone who understands what that client is going to have to go through.
0: Yep. Yep. So that's a form of lead gen, just because you could easily get leads from out of town agents that want to refer you business. So you, you need to take that step. Another thing is we see a lot of -of out-of-town agents list properties up here which is totally fine Mm -hmm. um so what i've done in the past is i've reached out to those agents and just said hey i see that you're actually from toronto um hey if you want do you want to send me buyer leads i'm happy to send you a referral fee but i know that you probably aren't going to want to drive the three hours to show the property so just keep me in mind yeah i'll take on your leads try to sell the property for you and you get a referral fee on the buying end as well it's
1: brilliant i don't know how many times we get calls where well can you not show the client i have a three-hour drive but yeah. there's no relationship so right. of course everyone's all up in arms mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. well i don't know you know and then and or they don't they're not clear that their clients under buyer up, yeah and,
0: and they want you to do the work for nothing yeah and most of the time people are more than happy to to do that and they haven't even thought about they haven't thought that far in advance of what am I gonna do when a buyer calls me? Yeah. Um. So be proactive and call them.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: just a call. Yeah.
1: It's a call,
0: yeah. What should we touch on next? Of course, you can pay for lead gen, uh, or sorry, lead, you can pay for leads online. Um. There's so many different companies like mm-hmm. there's so many and some are good. Some are not. Um, that's why, you know, doing it organically is a lot better,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, especially if you're new. You're not going to want to pay to to get leads. Oh, um, yeah. Some of the companies are thousands. Yeah, it's it's great. I've never. Yeah, I don't. The only leads I pay for are on social media mm-hmm. for sure. But it's definitely um, something to touch on because it is an option and some people it works for them. Yeah. So.
1: Awesome. All right. So we've gone over lots of good lead generation ideas and we're giving you so many tools, techniques, tips. We've even shared some of our secret mm-hmm. ideas within our team. I'm not going to tell you which ones. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So I hope you enjoy them. Use them. Anything you want to add, Alexa? That's it. I just want to say, make sure lead gen is a big part of your business, is the biggest part of your business. Lead gen every day. Set those goals. Do it however works for you. Um, there's so many ways to go about it. So hopefully, hopefully today's episode helped you.
1: Yeah, that's right. Lead gen equals business. Mm -hmm. It's important. Okay. Have a good day, everyone. See you next episode.